It's the 5th of February 2022 and in Australia tonight may be your best chance of seeing Comet C. 2022. Of course, it's 2023, I've just realised. E3ZTF, which is nicknamed the Green Comet, which has been making its way closer to Earth. You will need binoculars, though, if you want to see the Green Comet. And you better do it because you won't get a second chance. The last time the Green Comet was visible was apparently 50,000 years ago. And I read this is its last hurrah as far as Earth's concerned. Joining us now is astronomer Mary Adam from the University of South Australia. She's an astronomy educator and also works at the Adelaide Planetarium. Uh, Mary, welcome to Sunday Extra. Thank you. Good morning. It's great to have you. Um, Now, Mary, uh, the comet's very old. Could you tell us what we know about its origins, where it's come from, and how far away from Earth it still is? Um, So it's it's coming from what we think to be the Oort cloud. Um, And uh, it made its closest approach uh, to the sun around about the 12th of January, its closest approach to Earth was probably around the 1st of February, so it is outbound now. It's on its way back out. Um, and uh, we think the last time it passed through the inner solar system would have been about 50,000 years ago. But uh, we definitely think this is on its last hurrah. It's on a uh, what we call a hyperbolic orbit, so it's a, a t- trajectory, sorry. So it's, it's travelling quite fast where it actually may overcome the uh, the sun's gravity so mm. it, it possibly might not come back uh, it's nicknamed the green comet because uh, i suppose c 2022 e3 ztf is a bit of a mouthful what does the ztf stand for the ztf stands for the uh the the zwicky transient uh, facility in uh in, in california so it's a it's a wide field uh astronomy survey where they are photographing uh uh, the night sky the, in the northern hemisphere. Um, it's quite a big camera to it. It takes only a couple of nights to photograph the entire sky. But they're looking for things that uh, that uh, that are transient, that change um, mm. change over time very quickly in brightness. So you know things like supernovae, um, gamma ray bursts. They have picked up a few comets, um, uh, and this is what it was found by. Yeah, right. Um, mm. Why is it green? Okay, most comets are green. Oh, okay. Uh, especially they are when you photograph. So why is this one called the green comet then? <laughs> well, this one, this one is actually passed very close to the sun. In, in far as in terms of how close comets generally go, this one it has passed uh, incredibly close. Mm. So they're green because um, it's the solar wind. It's it's the solar wind reacting with certain molecules uh, in, in the nucleus itself of the comet. Diatomic carbon uh, uh, is one of them and uh, cyanogen. So these particular uh, molecules, when they react with sunlight, do go green, but you only see the green in photographic capture. Mm. So we, we don't see it visually with, with you know when we're observing comets through telescopes or through binoculars, but when you capture them via um, um, with the open exposures, long exposures, the green does come through. And because this one's passed incredibly close to the sun, it, it really is this vivid green. It's beautiful. Mm. So mm. where and when and how is the best way to see um, the green comet? Um, so last night it, it, it hit our northern horizon from Adelaide. 
it literally reached our horizon. It didn't come up over it and, uh, and then it dipped back down. But tonight it's going to come up. Now, tonight, if you want to see it from Adelaide, you've got to be up really high. You have to have absolutely nothing in front of your uh, uh, obstructing your view when you're looking north. So it is very low in the sky still tonight. It is climbing, however. So over the next few nights, it's coming up through the constellation of Auriga and then into Taurus. Now, um, so it's going to climb high enough. Uh, unfortunately, we do have a full moon happening. Mm. So there's, it's going to throw out a lot of light. Um, but from with, with binoculars, you should still be able to see it over the next couple of nights. However, it's going to start getting fainter because it's traveling so fast and it's, it's receding away from us now. So telescopes um, uh, are probably a bit better than binoculars. We're going to have a night at the uh, university where we're going to do it on the 10th. We've got some big telescopes out there for people to come and just come and have a look. Yeah, if right. They want. Um, but on the 11th, it's going to be right near Mars. So the night of the 10th, it's going to be just below it. And on the night of the 11th, it's going to be right next to Mars. So Mars at the moment looks like this beautiful orange star in the northern sky that doesn't twinkle. That's Mars <laughs> at the moment. And uh, just uh, next to the constellation of Orion, if people are familiar with the constellation Taurus and the Seven Sisters, the the the, uh, the Pleiades. So Mars is shining beautifully in that part of the sky. And around the 10th and the 11th, it's going to be near the planet Mars. Mm. Um so, it, and as I said, every night now it's going to get fainter and fainter. So it's no longer at naked eye visibility. Right. You do need binoculars. So they had a magnificent display in the northern hemisphere. They were very lucky. Um, but yes, I was going to ask you why this green comet's discriminating against the southern hemisphere, but I suppose it's, it's pro <laughs> probably we shouldn't take it personally, should we? But no, uh, this is where we're, we're situated. So we're going to get it on the way out. We're going to, it's going to swing. We're going to see it as it's leaving. Uh, and I did read one article which said the best way to see the comet is online because uh, it's actually going to be the uh, the photos that really capture the green, and there will be some great displays and collections of those images, won't there? There has been some magnificent ones, again, all from the Northern Hemisphere. Um, but I saw one of a friend of mine who took one in, in Lebanon from a campground. And this, this tail just stretches across half the, st half the sky. It's just wow. incredible. That's fantastic. Um, so, that, that, yeah, it, they, they did get a good show. So you, so you get a good look in Lebanon. Um, uh, it, just more generally, though, I know that you've um, taken a, a group of students to the southern end of the Flinders Ranges so that they yes. can study constellations without the interruption of light pollution. That's um, right. How much of an impact does light pollution have on our ability to, um, to you know, capture what's in the skies with the naked eye? Huge. Huge. Absolutely huge. And it's becoming, you know, more and more of a problem. It's getting – it's harder and – you know, it's getting much harder to educate, especially adults, on the importance of of, of why we need to be preserving the night sky. Um, we find it's the children who 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 understand mm. and may be the ones to change it because you know when when you've got a comet at magnitude five in a light polluted sky, you're not going to see it. Mm. Mm. Even though from a dark sky you can see it naked, or you won't see it from 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 these particular you know from suburban skies. Um, and, and over time, we're going to be losing more and more stars because the, you know, our, our streetlights aren't, aren't capped. They're not, uh, there's no, there's no capping over lights to mm. take the light down. I mean, 90% yeah. of a streetlight ends up in the sky. 
Well, Mary, well, um, thank you very much for speaking with us about uh, the Green Comet and educating us. And it sounds like that event uh, on the lawns of Adelaide Uni on the 10th would be a great way to check well, it out. I'll be, I'll, I'll be on the rooftop myself. Get, 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 get up as high as possible, yeah, get above yeah, those streetlights. It's, uh, it's the University of South Australia at Mawson oh, Lake, so fantastic. the campus there. Yeah. Great. Mary thank Adam, you. thanks so much for speaking with us on Sunday Extra. Thank you very much. That's astronomer Mary Adam at University of South Australia and astronomy educator at the Adelaide Planetarium. Getting in touch with ABC RN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.